If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The frost advisory is in place this morning across the North Bay, according to the National Weather Service. So the advisory warns of temperatures at or below 35 degrees. That's here in Santa Rosa and across Sonoma County, as well as other parts of the region. So this took effect at 2 a.m. and is expected to last until 9 a.m. this morning. So here in Sonoma County, we can expect some sun along with clouds and patchy frost this coming week. There may be more frost again tomorrow, but the sun will return throughout the way, uh, giving way to clear skies overnight. So temperatures will again reach into the mid-60s with lows in the upper 30s. So it's your sign to let your car run for a little while before you pull out of your driveway. Well, prop comic Gallagher, the comedian, has died at the age of 76. If you don't know who Gallagher is, he was best known for smashing watermelons and other things with his oversized sledgehammer that he called the Sledgeomatic. The handiest and the dandiest kitchen tool you've ever seen, and don't you want to know how it works? Yeah! Well, first you get out an ordinary apple. Then you place the apple easily between the patented pan. Then what do you do, gang? It's simple. You reach for the tool that is not a slicer, it's not a dicer, it's not a chopper and a hopper. What could it possibly be? It is sledge o Hey! So he first attained recognition after appearing on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, but his family confirmed that the cause of death was organ failure. Sorry, He also had suffered several heart attacks prior to his death. Jason Aldean just released a cover of Alabama's Christmas and Dixie to help us get into the holiday spirit. Alabama is Aldean's musical heroes, and he says that it's only fitting for his first Christmas song to be a nod to them. Christmas and Dixie Jason said, quote, the band Alabama has been really influential on my career, so it's cool to give a nod to my musical heroes with the first Christmas song we've ever put out. And he wrote that on Instagram. And Michael Ray is writing in the comments and said, one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs. So you can listen to Jason's version of Christmas and Dixie wherever you listen to music, including froggy929.com. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Wake me up before you go, go. The weekend is so precious. It's time to relax, hang out with your family, and sleep in. But what are you willing to wake up early for during the weekend? So there isn't a lot for me. My weekends are very precious. It's about sleep and hibernating. But I'll wake up for international football. And these international games start at about 6.30 in the morning. But every weekend that they're on, I will wake up for them. Yeah, I texted you over the weekend because your Seahawks were playing yep. in Germany. And I was like, did you get up early for the game or did you record it? I, you said I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what I did was, was I woke up early in the morning, watched the game, then immediately after the game, back, I pass out. Yeah, I went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, the, let, let the record state that I texted you at like 3 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was out. And, and apparently there's a bunch of great football over the weekend, and I missed it because I was passed out because I woke up early. Yeah, I was like, what about this uh, Vikings-Bills game? <laughs> 
which I was watching. I ended up just watching the highlights and caught yeah, up later. But crazy. I've been doing this all season long, waking up for the international games. And I feel bad for my neighbors because I make wings and I make pizza and I'm yelling and shouting. And it's something I really look forward to. So, Amber, what it, what will you wake up for way early in the morning on those precious weekends? Uh, not much. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. I've been thinking about what would wake me up that early. And the only thing that could possibly wake me up that early and get me out of bed is my dog needing to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Otherwise, no. No way. I can't even think of a single thing. Maybe on vacation, like if we've got something planned, like yeah. an excursion or something, I'll try to wake up, but I won't like it. Other than that, it's waking up, grabbing the There's... doggy bags by the door and <laughs> letting Remy take care of business. Yeah, you talk about your neighbors are probably mad at you. My neighbors have to see a very frightening sight early in the morning. <laughs> And I'm walking my dog. Getting some responses on our Froggy Facebook page. What would we wake up for early during the weekend? Here's what you said. Angelina from Windsor says skiing. Oh, those early mornings when you go skiing or snowboarding are so fun. Eileen from Healdsburg said helping at a food program at my church. Oh, that's really sweet. That'll probably get me up too. Uh, Julio from Santa Rosa says golf and fishing. Here we go. It's a brand new day. Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. So over the weekend, I watched Lindsay Lohan's new Christmas movie. It's called Falling for Christmas. It's on Netflix. It was super cute. But I started going to that little section under the film where it's like more like this. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, Tanner? Uh, and I just realized there is a lot of cheesy, lifetime-ish Christmas movies out there. So I decided... Today, we're going to play Name the Real Christmas Movie or Not. <laughs> uh, so, Tanner, I'm going to give you the title of a movie, and you have to guess whether it's a real movie or if it's fake. So just say real or not. All right. I love it. Easy enough? Easy enough. All right. Here's the first Christmas movie. Merry Swissmas. Is it a real movie or not? Not. It is real. What? It's a real movie. Merry Swissmas. By the way, uh, as these real ones are coming in, I'm going to have to add some to my list of Christmas <laughs> movies to watch this year. Okay, Christmas at the Hair Salon. Is it real or not? I think that's real. What? That one's fake. I could see Christmas at the Hair Salon. Yeah, it's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. You should make that film. I'll start writing the script right now. <laughs> Send some emails. You know, you spend some time at the hair salon when you get your mullet yeah. trimmed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I could get some inspiration. How about this one? The Dog Days of Christmas. Is it real or not? That sounds real. It is real. Well, thank goodness I got one right. Yay. <laughs> okay. Reindeer Games Homecoming. Real or fake? Reindeer Games Homecoming. I'm going to say real. Yes. It is a real movie. I love it. <laughs> All right. Here's the last one. You ready? I'm ready. Oh, holy moly. Is it real or is it fake? Although I love that title for a movie, Oh, holy moly, I'm going to say it's not. Yes. Right. That is not a real movie. So you can catch Lindsay Lohan's new movie, Falling for Christmas, on Netflix right now. Amber and Tanner in the morning. When did you see somebody wear pajamas at an inappropriate time? So I was hanging out with a friend over the weekend, and this friend 
hires people for his company. And he told me that he is seeing a trend right now of people who wear pajamas to everywhere, including the job interviews. Yeah, my fiance said that he's been seeing that a lot lately, too, because he's been doing interviews and such. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding? He's like, yeah, people come in, wear pajamas, they'll wear leggings. Yeah. And, you know, now I don't want to judge because you never know people's situations, but I've also noticed that. People wear pajamas everywhere. I see it at the grocery store, yeah. which I do too. But I also see, you know, kids walking home from school in them. And, yeah. And I'm just like, I never wore pajamas to school. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that people feel comfortable enough to do it. But I find it strange. And my friend was telling me that he's had to deny at least 10 people in his career while he was interviewing them because of pajamas. I have noticed this also and I think it's a trend. I think pajama bottoms are a trend. Like in high school, kids, yeah. are, kids are wearing them for fun. It makes me feel a little bit old, you know, driving down the road and saying things to myself like, what are you kids doing <laughs> wearing pajamas to school? That is just ridiculous. Kids these days. <laughs> these you know, kids I these mean, days don't wear jeans and skirts to class. <laughs> we did weird stuff and dressed very strangely Yeah, when we were kids. We were just, you know, experimenting and... Kind of like you said, it's it's comfy, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, Josh from Runner Park, where is an inappropriate place you have seen somebody wear pajamas? Yeah, so I work in construction. We build houses from the ground up, and there's this guy that comes every day. It's not a one-off thing. He comes every day in full pajamas, tool belt and everything, <laughs> hammer, hammer swinging off of his hips, and tape measure, staples, nails, everything, oh, no. wearing pajamas. I don't get it. It seems a little scary to me, but... Uh, you know, maybe the guy just feels comfy. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. This is a pretty hot topic on Friday, surprisingly. Uh, so we're going to discuss it again today. There's an Australian woman who's gone viral because she believes that pet owners should receive the same workplace benefits that parents do. Now, her name is Mary Rose Madigan, and she wrote an essay suggesting that dog moms do not receive enough respect at work while other mothers are given flexibility with their schedules. And I said, you know what, if you're honest about your schedule and you're getting all your work done, you have an agreement with your boss, who cares if you leave to go, you know, pick up your dog or take your cat to the vet or, you know, take your gerbil to the groomers, you know, whatever. Uh, but we got a few calls, kind of like this one. Uh, this one's from Kristen from Sebastopol. Hey, I totally agree. I think dog parents should have more leniency with things because I have three little dogs. I actually have two um, siblings from the same litter. And it's a lot of work. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like they're more work than children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tanner has three cats. So I can't imagine what that's like. Too many dang cats. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like. I, I mean, I think the biggest difference is I can lock mine in crates. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess that's, that's the biggest difference. But then we got this one. Uh, he didn't give us his name. So we're going to call him John uh, from Petaluma. I was just calling about the lady that called in about the dog having the same rights as, as far as calling, going home from work and whatnot. I just think that people have put dogs up on a pedestal where they're the same exact as humans, and it's not the case. People are taking them to grocery stores, everywhere. 
I mean, you find there's dog hair all over the place. That's where you have to eat. But that's my just my opinion. That's all. Speaking of dog hair all over the place, I've got dog hair all over me right now. But <laughs> I gotta understand where uh, nameless John from Petaluma is coming from. But of course, I agree with Kristen from Sebastopol. You know, I want to leave work to go walk my dog, and nobody asks me any questions. <laughs> uh, but what do you think? Should pet owners receive the same workplace benefits that parents do? Let us know. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? Today is the wake me up before oh no edition of headline in a haystack. (laughs) Wake me up before oh no no. (laughs) Amber's record for the year. She has guessed the headline in a haystack correctly 48 times. I have fooled her 45 times. And Amber, you are on a two game winning streak. Wow. I'm so smart. Look at me. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Not smart. Not smart? (laughs) We'll see. Let's find out. Headline number one, woman wakes up to hot pocket thief. Headline number two, man waking residents with megaphone. And here is headline number three, man wakes up with bear in home. Oh my gosh, it could be any of these. Hmm. Wake me up before, oh no. Uh, okay. All I can remember right now is megaphone and bear Mm. what was the first one woman the first one was woman wakes up to hot pocket thief hot pocket thief hot pocket i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with megaphone because that one sticks out to me amber that is the headline in a haystack (laughs) come out with your hands up you are under a Was that audio from the actual guy? I wish. Oh, okay. (laughs) I recorded that on my iPhone before the show. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Here's the headline. The Daily Star says a 21-year-old guy from Hampshire, England, has been waking local residents at night by yelling, wakey, wakey, through a megaphone. (laughs) Police have warned the man that he will be arrested if his antics continue, and he gave no reason for his strange behavior. It's so weird that this is the headline, because over the weekend, I swear to you, my fiance said, people don't utilize the megaphone enough. Yeah. Why Why did he say that? I don't know. Well, I know when I'm getting cold for Christmas. Uh, Yeah, he needs one. (laughs) Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Weird question for you this morning. What is your favorite smell, the scent, the aroma of the holiday season? Uh, so Swiss Miss hot chocolate. Let's talk about that for a second. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tanner? Oh, yeah. It's just that hot chocolate that comes in those packets. It's powdered. That blue box. It's, it's wonderful. It's one of my favorite things on the planet. Uh, and it reminds me of Christmas at my nanny's. Uh, she always had it, and she always had marshmallows that went in it. And, you know, it's just like one of those things for me. You know, yeah. kind of like eggnog for you, I guess, Tanner. I love eggnog. Uh, yeah, so I'm a hot chocolate person. Tanner's an eggnog person. It's one of the things that separates us. <laughs> um, well, Swiss Miss has just announced that they're selling an ugly Christmas sweater that smells like hot chocolate. Are you going to buy it? Uh, uh, this sounds right $60. up your alley. Oh, it's $60. $60. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Forget that. I might try it. Yeah. He just you... should open some packages and throw it on a sweater. <laughs> just bathe it in there and <laughs> save 60 bucks. Exactly. I'll I'll just dab it on my neck and my wrists. Yeah. Like, I smell like, like hot chocolate. Perfume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, $60 at UglyChristmasWeather.com. They have a zipper pouch on it for insulated tumblers that, you know, you can fill it with hot chocolate, whatever you want. Nice. So it's pretty cool. Um, and the front of the sweater reads, I am hot or I am sweet. I like that. You can, you can pick. Uh, but yeah, I love the smell of hot chocolate, especially around Christmas time. Makes me feel nostalgic. Uh, so Tanner, I know that I mentioned eggnog, so that might be your answer. Uh, but what is your favorite smell of the holidays? What's the aroma that reminds you of Christmas? A fresh tree. A, a fresh, fresh tree. tree in the house. You know, you have an evergreen in there or a pine or whatever you decide to have. Um, but that's what reminds me of Christmas the most is waking up and smelling that tree. Now, in my apartment, I'm not allowed to have a real tree in there. Yeah. So I went to Target and I, I found the closest smell to a real Christmas tree is Target's forest fir. Wait, it's a fake tree that smells like a real tree? Oh, sorry. Or is it a candle? I, I misspoke. It's a candle. Oh! It's, it's a candle. Sorry. <laughs> and I put that candle, you know, close to my artificial tree, and it truly feels like Christmas to me because yeah. that's where all my childhood memories come from. Well, I had a feeling it was a candle, but I don't know. They make crazy things these days. It wouldn't surprise so me. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that's They're it. making if, an ugly Christmas sweater that smells like hot chocolate. Yeah. Why not? Why not have a tree that has like a little mister in it that sprays <laughs> yeah. every hour? <laughs> All right, we've got Allie from Katani on the phone. Allie, what reminds you of Christmas? What's your favorite smell of the holiday season? I would say uh, cookies, baking, or cinnamon. Yeah. Well, like right now, I'm making apple butter, and our house smells like apples and cinnamon. It smells Yay. really good. Nice. But it's just something about cookies baking and just kind of being in the holiday spirit because maybe it's the only time I bake. Yeah. It's gonna be a good day with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbors Spew, we're going to talk to Michaela. Michaela cooked Thanksgiving for her family last year, and Barry Martindale's going to say, next year and this year is not happening. Hi, this is Michaela. Hi, Michaela. My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your mother and your brother today. Okay. They have retained my services to have a conversation with you. That's a little bit tough for you to hear. Uh, but your family says you will not be hosting Thanksgiving this year. What? And the reason I'm why... Sorry, what? You hosted last year, is that correct? Yes. Well, your mother and your brother were not impressed with your hosting abilities nor your cooking. Uh, your mom says that your turkey was drier than a Sahara desert, and your brother says that mashed potatoes that you created have the consistency of gravel. They did not say that. They what? Ab- they absolutely did. They, I, I can't believe they would do this. Why are they doing this? I think it's a little ridiculous as well. I mean, how could you be that bad of a cook? I'm not a bad cook. I'm a great cook, and everybody loves my food. And everybody had a great time at Thanksgiving last year. I'm not talking to you about this. Who are you even? I don't know you. I am representing your mother and your brother today. They have retained my services. They paid me a fee to have this conversation with you because... I would like to talk to them. I'm not talking to you. This is none of your business. Well, it and is then, my they business. They like my cooking just fine. And this is horrible, and I'm really pissed off right now. I looked at photos of your mashed potatoes. I mean, 
Good golly, how could you mess them up that bad? I don't know who sent you pictures of my cooking. What I'm trying... I take pride in my cooking. What I'm tr- and I feed a whole lot of people. Well, you won't be feeding any people next year because we're, this is what we're going to have to do, Michaela. Since you inconvenienced everybody last year, you're going to have to buy all the food for Thanksgiving this year. However, you are not allowed to cook, nor are you allowed to host. <laughs> I am not doing anything this year. Okay, everybody can just go wherever the hell they want to. I'm not doing anything. Forget it. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. I'm so confused. Oh, my God. Your mom and your brother actually set you up for this. They did. Why would they do that? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. I let Sonoma County decide my hair fate. So we took a poll on our Instagram at Froggy929 on Friday asking, you know, should I dye over my blonde? Should I go red? Should I go natural? And 70% of people said, go red. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? You know, (laughs) I'm with the people that said red because I know it's your natural hair color. I know it has to look good on you because that's what you came out of the womb with. So, you know... (laughs) came out of the womb with i did my dad called me rooster because i had this little like spike of red hair mm-hmm. that came out <laughs> that's looked, so said good. i look like a little rooster uh well speaking of do we want to see the results yeah tanner you want to want to see this? so get a little drum roll going maybe? okay maybe okay, yeah okay. let me get my drum i died over the blind hey! <laughs> it actually turned out pretty dark I love it. And I don't know if it's because I was I, I was so blonde that it, I don't know. What color is this? Red. Like, because like like, you were going for an auburnish red, correct? Yeah. I'm looking at it in the light right now. It seems like you got some blonde in there, too. Yeah, I tried to. Yeah, we tried to do like a front blonde thing so I wouldn't be totally, you know, flabbergasted by <laughs> this big change. But I don't hate it. I mean, it's pretty dark. I'm gonna. It's gonna take some getting used to. I mean, is this kind of how you felt when you cut your hair into a mullet? Uh, yeah. It's just like it's gonna. <laughs> I think it's a little bit different though because the mullet is not natural for me whatsoever. <laughs> but the red hair is natural. It doesn't to grow you. that way. Weird. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> but I've told you throughout the morning before we announced that you dyed your hair. I kept saying to you, dude, your hair looks so good. It's pretty shiny. It looks really I'll, I'll good. I'll say that. I love the shine. Yeah. <laughs> like when you freshly dye it. But uh, I love that Sonoma County decided my hair fate for me because I can't make decisions myself. Sonoma County has so. spoken and is a great resource for us. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's that time of year again. Holiday time again, huh? At a very magical time of the year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. The holidays are almost here. A lot of us getting ready for the holidays. Has your pet ever destroyed the holidays or attempted to in your home? So last night, Amber, I was putting up the Christmas tree in my home. I have an artificial tree, so I got it out of the box, put it up. My girlfriend and I put all the ornaments on it. And so we just finished. I put the star up top, turned around, went in my kitchen, started drinking my glass of eggnog. And I turned around and I saw my cat have the eye of the tiger. (laughs) 
He sprinted towards the tree, jumped on the couch, jumped up, and knocked the tree completely over. <laughs> he didn't like it. He didn't like it or yeah, something. Or I don't want this tree here. Really liked it. He knocked the tree over. It, it's an artificial tree, so all three parts of it <laughs> fell off and a bunch of ornaments broke. And I was like, I oh, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the holidays. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Poor little guy. I was really mad in the moment. You know, some profanities were spoken. uh, But now I'm laughing about it. It's just silly. Yeah, maybe Ringo is getting a bad rap for me right now. Maybe he's just really excited. He's a Christmas cat. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we need to get him a little Christmas sweater. (laughs) Like that. So he can feel like not left out. Amber, has Remy ever tried to destroy the holidays? Take down anything? No, he's perfect. He's a perfect dog. (laughs) If you weren't going to say it, I was. He really hasn't. Uh, Remy's a really good dog. Yeah. Uh, But other than that, I did have a cat once who would climb up into the Christmas tree and sleep there. Yeah. Which I thought was very strange. So I don't know what it is about cats and Christmas trees. They love trees. (laughs) I've had cats my entire life, always messing with ornaments, always knocking stuff over. I've had dogs too, and they've never cared about it. Yeah. They're like, oh, whatever. Maybe I'll sleep under the tree if I'm feeling crazy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Ashley from Santa Rosa, when did your pet attempt to destroy the holidays? I had my one dog. He's not here anymore. But the very first time that I brought, I had him have a Christmas tree, he tore off a bunch of the tinsel off the tree, then went after the gifts next, which he found his, opened that first, didn't like it, and then went after everybody else's. Catching the Catching the Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Brittany from Petaluma, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. This is how it works. We're going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Brittany, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Brittany, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Woo, Amber, you're going down this morning. Woohoo! Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber is clapping. She is running out of the studio. Here is question number one. By the way, her record's 553 wins and 46 losses. Dave Chappelle hosted Saturday Night Live this weekend. True or false, this was Dave's first time hosting the show. False. Correct. Question two. Riley Green has been dating Luke Combs' manager for about a year. Finish the Riley Green lyric, I wish grandpas never... Died. Correct. Question three. Black Panther Wakanda Forever made a record $180 million this weekend. The actor who originally played Black Panther tragically passed away from cancer in 2020. Which actor am I referring to? Ooh, I don't know that one. That's okay. Question four. Dolly Parton was awarded $100 million by Jeff Bezos to donate to charities. Jeff Bezos is the founder of Amazon. Where are Amazon's headquarters? Incorrect. In question five, a baseball glove worn by Babe Ruth during the height of his career was auctioned off on Saturday for $1.5 million in Louisville. During his career, Babe Ruth played for three major league baseball teams. Can you name one of them? Oh, I'm not a baseball person. Um, New York Yankees? That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. <laughs> Including her half a point bonus, Brittany from Petaluma got three and a half out of five today. Okay. Pretty good. That was pretty good. 
Question one. Dave Chappelle hosted Saturday Night Live this weekend. Amber, true or false? This was Dave's first time hosting the show. False. That is correct. He has hosted three times. Brittany from Petaloom also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question number two. Riley Green has been dating Luke Combs' manager for about a year. Finish the Riley Green lyric, I wish grandpa's never. Dad. That is correct. Brittany also got that correct. Two to two's a score. Question three. Black Panther Wakanda Forever made a record $180 million this weekend. The actor who originally played Black Panther tragically passed away from cancer in 2020. Amber, which actor am I referring to? Chadwick Boseman. That is correct. Brittany from Petaluma got that incorrect. Amber, you're now up three to two. Question four. Dolly Parton was awarded $100 million by Jeff Bezos to donate to charities. Jeff Bezos is the founder of Amazon. Where are Amazon's headquarters? Seattle. That is correct. Brittany from Petaluma got that incorrect. Amber, you're now up four to two. And question number five. A baseball glove worn by Babe Ruth during the height of his career was auctioned off on Saturday for $1.5 million. During his career, Babe Ruth played for three Major League Baseball teams. Amber, can you name one of them? The Yankees? That is correct. I would have also taken the Red Sox or the Atlanta Braves. The final score, Amber wins five to Brittany from Petaluma's three and a half. Brittany from Petaluma, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. Ooh, I am not smarter than Amber. But we're still giving you that $100 Oliver's gift card for all your Thanksgiving needs. Yeah! Brittany, you're going to be shopping at Oliver's thanks to which morning show? Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning. So we're entering the holiday season. Thanksgiving is next week. What? Sorry, it really is next week? Yeah, it really is next week. <laughs> um, So we're spending a lot of time with our family, our extended family members. You know, if you're like my family, you have like a little bit of a potluck situation on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Everyone brings a dish. And I read about this new survey on those awkward moments that happen when you're around those family members. And apparently, one in three people admit to forcing a smile to pretend they enjoy a relative's cooking during I believe the holidays. It. I'm surprised it's not more. Because <laughs> I have to do that every single holiday season. I mean, I wear my feelings on my sleeve. I am a pretty obvious person. If I don't like something, you'll know it pretty instantly. I try so hard. Yeah. I really do. And people are like, what's wrong? And I'm just like, too salty. <laughs> A for effort, at least. I I think people got to know. Yeah. Well, I respect that about you. I'd want someone to tell me. I'm sorry. I'm the opposite. (laughs) I I will suck it up. I will act like that's the best dish I've ever had in my life. (laughs) The greatest thing I've ever tasted. Every single year on Thanksgiving, people like to slap some mashed potatoes on my plate. And every year I eat it. And every year I just have that thing oh. in my head that's going, dude, you hate this. Why are you acting like you like it no. just to appease other people? You either got to push it to the side or you've got to tell your family, hey, this is going to be a serve ourselves yeah. situation. I don't want anyone to put anything on my plate. Yeah, I want to do this myself. You might think I'm a wild person for doing this, but my strategy when I don't like something at Thanksgiving or Christmas or the holidays is I scarf it down as fast as I can so I don't have to think about it. And I just knock it off my plate. That sounds like torture. (laughs) And people, people will be like, if 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 I've left something I don't like on my plate, people like, oh, you didn't like it. I'm like, no, it just wasn't for me. Okay. Like, oh, you know, I'll say I didn't like it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna go in and be like, you didn't salt it after you sautéed the onions, (laughs) and like, I'm not gonna go into that. Yeah. But we did take a poll on our Instagram, you know, asking 
Do you force a smile to pretend you enjoy a relative's cooking or no? 62% of Sonoma County said yes, they put on a smile and lie about the food. Oh, well, you guys are nuts. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9.